When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian and Trickin. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I am your host, Brian Intrican, a.k.a. KC Bubba. You can find me on the Twitter at BDNTRIC, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. I am here to recap your Monday's action on the diamond, get you ready for Tuesday. Hope you all had a great day. Hope you all wished Nick Pollock a happy birthday. Yes, that Nick Pollock, the one that runs and created and all the good stuff of PitcherList.com. If you didn't, if you didn't give him a happy birthday on Monday, give him one on Tuesday. He's he'll be smiling no matter what. So go 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 give the big man a little a little dap up. But let's talk recent news from your Monday news notes, all the goodies that come with it. We'll start with the Chicago White Sox, who called up Jesse Schultons to fill in for Mike Clevenger, who went on the IL with right wrist uh, inflammation. Schultons managed to go five innings, two hits, one run, two walks, with one run scored. Uh, in AAA, he had a 20.4% K to walk, which is pretty solid. Not Did not showcase that in his debut. With a 3.99 ERA, so looked quite productive overall in AAA. He's scheduled to face the Detroit Tigers on Saturday. Maybe worth monitoring for a potential like streaming option going forward, or it's just, you know, he's here, and we don't worry about him for fantasy. So keep that in mind as he takes on the Tigers this weekend. The Royals finally did it. There's a lot of people I follow on Twitter that are Royals fans. I consider them friends. Uh, they've been begging for Hunter Dozier to get designated for assignment every single day, and it happened. It happened on Monday, May 22nd. Hunter Dozier was designated for assignment while they activated Nicky Lopez from the IL. Dozier was only hitting 183 with two home runs, two steals, and a near 32% strikeout rate on the season. Dozier was in year three of his four-year contract, so the Royals are just going to eat the rest of that and call it a day with Mr. Hunter Dozier. The A's activated Seth Brown from the IL. They sent Jordan Diaz back to AAA. That Jordan Diaz with the home run prowess, Jordan Diaz. But Seth Brown's got the home run prowess as well. He can play first base. He can play outfield. Hits for a ton of power. Can steal some bags. He averages the question mark with Seth Brown, so we like that quite a bit. Matt Strom coming back to the Phillies rotation with not the role we'd want because they're still limiting his innings. He's going to be the opener on Tuesday, which is good for him. He was awesome when he was starting games. It's a bummer that it didn't last that long. But uh, Strom to open Tuesday's game uh, for the Phillies with Dylan Covey, or Covey coming in to get the bulk of the innings. It'll be something to monitor going forward because if this is a thing where it goes Strom to Covey, Covey then becomes possibly a streaming option from time to time. The Los Angeles Dodgers and Julio Urias are hopeful he returns from the uh, IL with his hamstring injury in early June, potentially the Yankees series in New York. That's what they're shooting for. Uh, Urias is scheduled to throw a bullpen session this weekend in Tampa Bay where the Dodgers are taking on the Rays. And if everything goes well for Urias, uh, they could dictate the next step. Does he need a rehab assignment? Does he just come back? So on and so forth. So the big, big bullpen this weekend in Tampa Bay for Julio Urias and the Los Angeles Dodgers. The Toronto Blue Jays play Santiago Espinal on the IL with a hamstring injury. They recalled Otto Lopez. Looking at Otto Lopez's fangrass page, you're better off leaving Otto Lopez to his fangrass page. Let's put it that way. 
Zach Davies to throw another bullpen session on Wednesday for the Dimex as he works his way back from the IL. If the bullpen session goes well, he can just be straight up activated from uh, after the bullpen section, or they'll determine that he needs to go on one more rehab assignment. So a lot coming their way for Zach Davies. Not the biggest impact for fantasy, but something to monitor for sure. Milwaukee Brewers, Luis Urias is to begin his rehab assignment in AAA either on Tuesday or Wednesday, weather dictating that situation for Luis Urias. But he's been out for quite some time. Could be a welcome back sign because, you know, at one point, Brian Anderson was carrying the load and that load disappeared off of his shoulder. So they could use Luis Urias, that, uh, you know, multi utility role, some power, some speed, average. They could use that whole tool uh, on the diamond in a big, big way. Some good news coming out of Tampa Bay. Tyler Glasnow was expected to make his season debut against the Dodgers on Saturday in Tampa. That's a big boy start. Uh, Glasnow looked great in his last rehab start. Six innings, two hits, one run, two walks, six strikeouts. He threw 67 pitches, 48 for strikes. I think that was his third rehab start. His last two have been very, very good. you got to imagine he's good for 80 to 85 pitches now, which will put him in a good role. So Glasnow versus the Dodgers Saturday. Get your popcorn ready. Let's go. Uh, Milwaukee Brewers, some more news from the Brew Crew. Eric Lauer was placed on the IL with left shoulder impingement. Never good when I hear shoulder anything. So we'll have to see where that goes. Tyson Miller was recalled up. He's just a bullpen arm. Something to monitor going forward because they will need someone to fill in the rotation at some point in time, and we time will tell on that one. More Liam Hendricks news. I bring it up every time I can. People are probably like, just let me know when he's coming up. Like, I don't care. This is great stuff. Liam Hendricks, he uh, showcased increased velocity in his last outing, which was big because some of the concern in the early starts was the velocity was like way, way down. I wasn't concerned. This is a dude that was off because of cancer. He's ramping back up. We see this all the time with pitchers, uh, and the velocity ramped up in a big way in his last uh, outing. He'll throw again on Thursday. His, his appearances are scheduled right now to get him ready to roll. He's going to throw on Thursday. We'll see how things go then, and they'll start getting a better timetable for a potential return. Obviously, he's going to have to be able to pitch in back-to-back games. It'll be part of the rehab, I'd imagine, at some point in time. So if all goes well this Thursday, we're probably still like seven to ten days away at the best. So keep an eye on the Liam Hendricks situation, but good news coming out of the Hendricks camp. A little sad news to wrap up our news and notes from the day, but I had to bring it up. Clayton Kershaw was placed on the bereavement list due to the death of his mother. Yeah, you don't want to see the death of anybody, especially family members, especially your mom. You don't want to see that. So, uh, you know, T's and P's to Kershaw, but he'll be back soon. And uh, just uh, he'll be out at least three days, maybe longer, depending on how it all goes. So keep an eye on that one. He might miss his start this week. And if he does, so be it. It is what it is. Let's talk about some hitting highlights from your Monday's action on the diamond. Your Dong Alvarez, my oh my, you are a special human being. Three for four, two home runs, three runs scored, five RBIs, and a walk if he asked why he had five RBIs because one of those home runs was a grand slam for Jordan Alvarez because that's what he does, crush baseballs. So far in the season, it's been like some people would probably say it's been a disappointing or like a quiet season from Jordan, which is funny because I've rostered him, so I've there's, it's been a roller coaster ride, but it's Roto. You just want that in fantasy line. And what Jordan is doing at the end of Monday, he's hitting 305 with 12 home runs and 46 RBIs with a 311 ISO. He's about two months into the season. If you multiply all that out and just prorate it, which is not the way to do things, but just for funds, 35 to 40 homers, we're talking about 140 RBIs. Insanity. Insane from Jordan Alvarez. Love to see it. Uh, J.D. Martinez, another Just Dongs Martinez guy, four for five, two homers, three runs scored, and two RBIs, two solo shots for Martinez. 
He's he's got eight home runs on the season now, which is great to see. And he's riding a seven game hitting streak. The overall stat line is less to be than desirable, but he's maybe starting to get it going. The power's there. The hitting streak's coming in. Let's get JD for a big summer of love in LA. Lourdes Gurriel Jr. continues to produce, get into the desert, new 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 look on life potentially. He went four for four with a home run, a double, a run score, and two RBIs for Lourdes Gurriel Jr. Very, very productive day for the D-backs outfielder. And on the season now, Gurriel's hitting 321 with eight home runs, 28 runs scored, 27 RBIs. So, you know, the, the run production, you could hope for more, but still the power is there, the average is there. He's only striking out 14.6% of the time, which is outstanding with the 241 ISO. So he's not striking out a lot, putting the ball in play with power. Love to see it. Love to see it from Lourdes. Keep it up, big dog. Get 20-plus home runs. He even added a steal or two. So maybe you get to you know eight to ten steals. That would be outstanding with Lourdes Gurriel Jr. For more details on the day's top hitters, make sure you check out the Daily Batters Box at PitcherList.com. So starting pitching highlights from your Monday, and there was a lot of offense, but we did have some decent pitching, and it starts off with the one, the only, Luis Castillo. Yes, he faced the Oakland A's. I know that always helps, but he was filthy. Six innings, no earned, four hits, two walks, a nice whip of one for Castillo, and an ERA of zero for Castillo. Eight Ks on the night. He had 22 whiffs and a 38% CSW on 101 pitches, and the Ks are even more important because he, he racked up through on, on his fifth K of the night was his 1,000th career strikeout. Cool thing. They gave him a little standing O and a video, a little quick video thing because, you know, there's a pitch clock in Seattle for him. So good stuff there from Luis Castillo on the season now, 297 ERA, 336 XFIP, 66 Ks and 57 and two thirds innings. He's really starting to love that Seattle role, Mr. Luis Castillo. Jaime Barria, this one was fun because if you've been playing fancy long enough, you probably haven't if you're listening to this show five days a week, seven days a week potentially. Um, but he is, you know, he came up as a potential like mediocre prospect, but good enough that he should have had like a fourth or fifth starting pitching role with the Angels. It never panned out full time. So he started out in the bullpen this year. Very good sub two ERA. Things were looking great for Barria. Gets his first start of the year on Monday. Five shutout innings, two hits, no walks. That's two ace runners. Pretty dang good. And six strikeouts against the Boston Red Sox, who are swinging pretty decent bats right now. Especially he was right into pitching. So Jaime Barria, outstanding, 12 whiffs, 36% CSW, 64 pitches. Man, he's going to be an interesting one to watch the rest of the week because he's got a second start coming up as well. So fun stuff there from Barria. Tanner Houck, he actually put together multiple trips through the, the, the batting order, which was great to see. Houck, six innings, one and three, hits two walks, eight Ks for the Red Sox versus the Angels. Houck had 17 whiffs, 41% CSW on 83 pitches. That 41% CSW is redonkulous. So big boy stuff there from Hauk. And it goes to show you this uh, lately we saw Twins Angels over the weekend, twin, and now it's Angels-Red Sox game one. Either the Angels pitching is better than we think or their offense is bad and it's just rubbing off on the opponents because it's been pitching duels kind of over the last few games there. Make sure you tune into the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock and read his daily SP Roundup to get caught up on all things starting pitching. Relief pitching highlights. And this is – I highlighted two games because it wasn't the regular closers – that got the saves. The first one's Andrew Chafin picked up his seventh save of the year for the D-backs. Like he was once the main guy. Miguel Castro's taken over. Well, Miguel Castro pitched in on the high leverage spot in the seventh in this one, which opened the door for Chafin. It seems like it's like a 65, 35, 60, 40 type situation where Castro will get most of the saves, but Chafin looks like he'll get his fair share as well. So if he's sitting there in your waiver wire and you're kind of like fishing around, do I stream this one pitcher or should I go grab a bullpen arm? Chafin might be that bullpen arm to go grab. And then Bruce Dark Gratterall, this is just ridiculous. I 
held held him in some teams, dropped him in others, depending on my situations. He picked up his third save of the season. Like a few weeks back, I was banging the drum, like, go pick up Bruce Dar. He's going to be the guy. Phillips is out, blah, blah, blah. And then Phillips comes back and takes the job, which is funny because he's been getting the saves. He came into the fifth inning on Monday. Evan Phillips did fifth inning on Monday. That ain't even a high leverage spot, Dave Roberts. Like you're playing, you're trying to play 3D chess on a 2D board, and it ain't working for your home slice. So uh, Bruce Dark Rattle, third save, Evan Phillips in the fifth inning. Give the uh, shoulder shrug emoji. I have no idea what's going on here. If you'd like to know more about the bullpens, though, make sure you read the Daily Reliever Ranks article on pitcherlist.com to get all your bullpen information. All right, before we get a look into Tuesday's action, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. So stop chasing health trends and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitchList.com. I'm your host, Brian Etrigan, a.k.a. Casey Bubba. Let's get a listen from our good buddy Mark Paquette as he previews Tuesday's weather. Thanks, Brian. Well, we have a little bit of a problem today. Same place it was a little bit of a problem yesterday, and that's in Atlanta. And again, much like they, what happened yesterday, I think they get this game in. It's just going to be a little bit of a dicey situation that we'll just have to monitor as we go through the day, the afternoon, and then finally the evening. Anyways, the good news is this is the only game with any weather issues. Back to you. And thanks again, as always, Mark. We appreciate the weather preview on the day. Hoping we have a good one for us there. We're talking DFS on your Tuesday. Um, there's like a four or five game early slate that starts before 7 p.m. Eastern. But everything else after that, after 7 p.m. Eastern, uh, it's a 10-game slate, which is a fun size. I, I like like the 7 to 10, 7 to 11 type slates. So we got a fun one there. Some of the bats I'm looking to target, I'm going to keep riding the Red Hot Seattle Mariners. I hope you guys listen to me on Monday. But I, I love these Mariners bats. You get Luis Medina, who's you know poor quality starts, as Nick likes to say. His last two starts, six innings, three earned in both starts. Strikeouts have not been what we would expect from the guy that was a flamethrower in the minors, and he's throwing hard in the bigs. just hasn't happened. So I like to go back to Seattle. I go to Houston versus Colin Ray. So those are my two favorite stacks, Seattle and Houston. And then I don't mind Miami versus Gomber and Coors as well, especially Brian De La Cruz, who's getting the job done. Pitching on this slate, you know, you got Spencer Strider, which is awesome. You got Sonny Gray. You got you Darvish. Like You got Garrett Cole. There's these fun guys up top, but I'm thinking we could have some fun, get all the bats we want. You get Yuri Perez and Coors at 3100 bucks. Giddy up. And most importantly, I've banged this drum his last two starts because he was like 63, then he was 56. He's back to 6300 bucks today against Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. That's Brian Bayo, and it's a massive mispricing. I don't care if he finally gets hit. He's paid off his money so often. Late. I'll do it again 
on Tuesday. I'll, I'll do it live. So Brian Bayo versus the Angels is what we want to do there. Some things I'm looking forward to on Tuesday is there's a lot of great games, a lot of great pitching, at least intriguing pitching per se, fantasy relevant pitching, like between like high fab acquisitions and whatnot. Those are kind of what I'm looking forward to. I'm always looking forward to Spencer Strider. That's simple, especially coming off his last start, which was very rough for him, for Strider standards. You know, seven Ks is not great for Spencer Strider. Uh, so he takes on the Los Angeles Dodgers, and that means Bobby Miller gets his first start as well. So Strider, Miller, lots of fun in that one. Can't wait to see how it goes. I, 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 like, I like Miller much more than Stone. Stone was roughed up early, settled down a bit, but not overly impressive. First, you know, grain of salt, it was the Braves. I get it. Same can be said for Bobby Miller on Tuesday. So looking forward to that. Uh, Logan Allen and Taj Bradley on the mound. Anytime we get these young guns there, like when Tanner Bybee pitches, other guys, I'm all about it. I love seeing what they can do because they've seen they've shown signs of just being aces and then signs signs that they're young and they're going to get that throughout the year. So you got Logan Allen versus the, versus the White Sox. You got Taj Bradley versus the Jays, I believe. I totally blinked on that one. I could be wrong. I apologize. But uh, two really good ones there. And then we got the Orioles versus the Yankees. Bradish Cole. Bradish has been good lately. But more importantly, Orioles, Yankees, Orioles second best record in baseball, right? Like three games behind Tampa Bay. You got the Yankees, who are always the Yankees. Fun series starting up on Tuesday with some AL East implications, and it's only in May. Love to see stuff like that as a baseball fan. And then last but not least, Yuri Perez and Coors Field. Yuri's been really good his first two starts, living up to expectations for the most part. Coors Field, let's see what he can do against a bad Colorado Rockies team. But that'll do it, folks. Another pitch uh, episode of the first pitch podcast in the books. If you have any questions on anything, I'm on Twitter at BDentrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. Check me out there. But more importantly, go to PitchList.com. Go become a member at PL Plus and PL Pro. You won't regret it. They got the awesome Discord. They got the PLV tool. They got the Pitcher Bot. They got projections. They got ooh, all kinds of good stuff. And there's more and more always coming with PitcherList.com. So go check it out. PL Plus, PL Pro. You will not regret it. What you won't regret either is listen to this show. Listen to it every day of the week. Give it a rate review. Wherever you listen to it, that'd be awesome. But uh, I'll be back with you guys tomorrow with another episode of the First Pitch Podcast. But this was your Tuesday, May 23rd edition. Hope you all have a great This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.